Hi again, and welcome to It's Not Rocket Science, five questions over coffee. I'm really, really pleased to be here with Jen Dupletis, who is going to be talking to us about building our legacy whilst living it, which I think is going to be a great subject. Really looking forward to this. Welcome to the show, Jen. Looking forward to having a conversation. Well, thank you, Stuart. I am absolutely delighted to be here today. That's terrific. So let's start with the first question, which is, uh, so who is it that you're trying to reach and teach and uh, what is the, the problem that they have got? Yeah, so people that are most attracted to working with me are high-level achievers who are missing something in their lives. Mm. They have the achievement, but now they're turning around and going, okay, something's missing. I thought this was going to be it. That's that's the biggest thing that they're doing. And so that's what I help people with is find that something that's missing so they can find happiness. So can you give us some examples of those things that yeah. are missing and the ways that they're <laughs> trying to sort that out without getting any help? Because, you know, we so often think that we can do these things and we so often fail. Yeah. You know, I think, um, you know, for me, and I, I'll give you my example too, because this was my problem. Our mess becomes our message. We know that, uh, you know, it's the glorification of busyness, you know, and the way that I always describe it is if you think about a wheel on a car, you know, the steel, most people focus on the steel being their business. I've got to have this great business and it has to be what great and perfect in my career. And I'm climbing the corporate ladder and it's all about, you know, crawling uphill in sand. Right. And then the outer part of it, the tire has it's flat. It has nails in it. It's been treaded on. Right. And that becomes our personal lives. And if we could just refocus that, right, and say, okay, let's make the steel our personal lives. Let's make everything about our personal lives um, beautiful, like living a life of luxury. And I'll tell you about that here in a minute. The luxury of making the choice to have you first instead of your business. And then instead of just saying, oh, well, I'll let the, the business have the flat and the, and the holes and all that stuff in it. What if we put a big four-wheel tire on it? And it was just massive. That business is, you know, our, our personal life is surrounded by this massive business. that's ready for any terrain on our way to success. And that's really what it's about is that we are so focused on success being a monetary. And of course, we love making money. Success being monetary that we fail to look at what we're doing to hurt our personal lives. And so when we get to that success, we're like, that's not really what I wanted. I thought it would be different. Do you know, you've, you've, you've hit a real chord in my in my thinking that when you sort of mentioned the, the the need for the sort of the personal life to be at the center of things, because you're right, we so often push that to the extremity. We often look at it and think, well, that can come later after I've got the business. But, you know, in building mm -hmm. the business, you have absolutely destroyed the ability you've got to rebuild that personal life, haven't you? Unless yeah. it's Unless it's the strong core, your business will always suffer. It will always be the thing which is suffering because you haven't got a strength to rely on when you reach those tough times and when the tire does go flat. Yeah, and I think that's where people are, you know, that's why I say they're missing something in their lives, you know, and this is why I always say to build your legacy while you're, um, you know, or live your legacy while you're building it because so many of us, I love that you said, you know, if this, when that, then I will, you know, those types of things. And and that really is about the life of luxury as well. And though I say it in that way, instead of a luxurious life, there's a different anatom 
antidote that happens there, you know, living a luxurious life, people think of boats and cars and watches and, you know, all these fancy things, but living a life of luxury, the picture that you would see is reading a book to your child, going on a date with your spouse, yeah. right? Having dinner with your friends, all the things that we always say, oh, I, you know, I love going to dinner. We should do it again. And then nothing happens, you know, or taking a nap or reading a book or, in my case, I'm a dancer, right? I'm a competitive ballroom Latin and swing dancer. So for me, I, I want to get out. I want to go and dance. I want to enjoy those things. And I want to live my legacy while I'm building it. I don't want to wait. And that's why what happens a lot of time is that people build that legacy and then they're just not happy at all. They're, they're missing something in their lives. They're missing a spouse because they went bye-bye, right? Or their yeah. children are saying, hey, now we're too busy for you. <laughs> So I want people to be able to make that choice every day to be, you know, have the luxury of spending time with your family, the luxury of having dinner with your spouse. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. And it, it uh, once again, just sort of uh, uh, um, uh, something which you said then, which really re re resonated because I remember uh, a chief executive saying to me not so very long ago, he was struggling in his relationship with his wife and he'd begun to realize that unfortunately he couldn't cuddle his couldn't cuddle his balance sheet, and I thought that was a really interesting saying that he said that I can't cuddle my balance sheet. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and 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 uh, you know, at what price? At what yeah. price? Indeed. Right, and and for him, it's both sides now. <laughs> so, yeah. So 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 I guess I guess there are uh, things that you have got which are uh, valuable free actions that we can all take and at this stage I'm going to hope that I'm going to click onto the right uh, right <laughs> banner and show something which might just help us go. with these discussions that's it terrific. Yeah. Yeah, so so this is a a free just quick PDF but in seven strategies to break through your business mindset. And it starts with because all of this starts with well how do I get going? How do I make this, you know, not rocket science. It's easy, right? How do I make it easy? And um, so these seven questions, it's really an exercise, a thought provoking exercise where you'd want to spend some time, not just go in and fill it out, but thinking about, hey, what are my core values? Because all of this starts with, if you're going to make you first instead of second, all of this starts with, what are my core values? What are the things that are important to me, my non-negotiables? Because when I ask my coaching clients, you know, tell me about one of your core values, they'll respond with um, family as if it's a question. Well, I don't know. Is that a core value? Because for me, a core value is conviction. Right? <laughs> and if my family is a core value, then I have to say no to my clients and yes to my family. And I'll tell you about a quote when we finish, but, um, you know, I have to be able to say no to some clients and yes to myself. And so identifying those core values to, to really sort of phone a friend, you know, when a, every business decision I make, every decision, even to be on this podcast, everything is, does this affect my core values? Does this inhibit my core values? Um, and so often I could have said, you know, and you guys don't know or anything, but that isn't the case. But, you know, if my uh, husband said, hey, you know, let's go to breakfast together this morning, right? And I had that scheduled. And the only time you could meet was this morning. Most people will say, honey, I can't do it because I have a podcast. I would say, hey, I can't do the podcast today because I have an appointment with my husband, 
right? And I think that's a key differentiator. So that's what these seven strategies are, is just for you to go through and say, okay, what are my core values? What are the boundaries I've set? And am I living up to them? Do I have the discipline to do that? Who are the, who are the mentors in my life? You know, sometimes when you climb a ladder, you, unless you're a monkey, you can't be at the top and the bottom. You have to let go of people that help to get to each rung because they're not ready to go to that next level. Or maybe you hired a part-time assistant and now you need an executive assistant, right? And so you have to look at all of those aspects. And that's really what this process is through those seven strategies is just to make you think, start thinking about really what are you doing on a daily basis? Yeah. Do you know, it's interesting, and I don't want to, to take away from you seven strategies, so slap me down if I'm saying wrong, but I remember many years ago, one of my mentors saying to me, the first thing that I should put into my diary every week is time with my family, so that I've got it reserved before anybody comes and books a silly meeting that I really don't need. Yeah, and that's a re that was a really key thing for me when I was uh, when I was building my corporate career. It was yeah. I would have meetings already either with myself or with my family, so yeah. that nobody could go and book me out for something that I didn't really need. Yeah, yeah, and I think so often we feel guilty, and so you yeah. know, it's, so I'm going to tell you this quote now because it, it's all about this. But it's um, yeah, we feel guilty telling our clients, you know, I have. We flatter those we scarcely know. We oh, please the fleeting wow. guests, but we deal many a thoughtless blow to those we love the best. Oh, we don't think even one second about saying, sorry, I can't make it to your recital. Sorry, I won't be home for dinner. Sorry, I can't this. But boy, do we please those fleeting guests and like we'll do anything, jump through hoops for our clients. And the people that are really important in our lives, we just poo-hoo them away. Right. And we have to reverse engineer that. I love your mum. I think your mum. <laughs> and that was a brilliant quote. I shall find a way of getting that one on the wall uh, later on this afternoon. That will be over there in my eyesight. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Jen, let's, uh, let's go to the something that I think I can see over your left shoulder, which I'm hoping you're going to talk to us about now. The that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like on my left. Where's my left? Right. And I have the, it here too. The, the great. The, the the books and programs that have affected you most. It looks like that's one of them. One. Yes, that's one of it. Well, that's my own book. But, you know, books that have affected me the most, uh, you know, uh, Sharon Lecter uh, wrote Outwitting the Devil, uh, which is part of Napoleon Hills. They found they found the manuscript uh, not too long ago. It had been stored away for over 50 years and he never published a book because he felt it was too much of a disruptor. So she went through the book and then, and then, you know, created her own thoughts behind it and stuff. I think outwitting the devil is probably one of the best things. It's not the devil you think it is. It's <laughs> yourself. Um, I think that's a really good one. And the compound effect by Darren Hardy. Um, you know, I'm a priority management expert, and that is really what that's about, is how do you uh, manifest more out of the time that you have instead of creating more time, wow, right, so working longer hours. And and I've, have, I've perfected that. You know, I have four businesses that I run, and uh, I still have a life of luxury. 
Wow. Well, you just mentioned a book I hadn't heard of, and that's pretty unusual. So I'm really, really intrigued to get hold of that one and have a look at that one, because that is uh, that's going to be one that's going to be on my reading list now. And I, oh, I, I spend some time every day reading something. So that one's going to be on yeah. my list to get the edit as soon as possible. Jen, it's been a real it's been a real great time having you in, and, and I'm yes. now going to make you do the work. Uh, so there's a question that I guess you're thinking at the moment that you wish I had asked, and I haven't done so so far. So what's the question I should have asked you? And then obviously, once you've asked that question, would you answer it for us? <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. And I, you know, I was thinking about this this morning, but it's funny when you get into this, you're like, oh, well, did he ask those questions? And those are questions I've asked. Um, what question haven't you asked? Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think you haven't not asked a question right now that, you know, this is the message I wanted to, to share with people is that, um, you know, we make life too difficult. We make business too difficult. Like you're saying, it's not rocket scientists, you know, and I would say the question is, how do you keep it simple? Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, it is, you've got to have clarity. It all stems around clarity. It can come back to, oh, the why behind and the who and the what and sure and the vision, all of that is important. But you have to have clarity of what you want in this life to help you stop eating soup with a fork every day with all of your activities. And that's what we tend to do. We're just eating soup with a fork and we're exhausted and we're not filled or fulfilled at the end of the day. So keep it simple by taking the time to slow down long enough so that you can speed up later instead of speeding up now so that you slow down everywhere. Jen, not only do I love your mum, I now think that you have just hit the nail on the head. I am all about clarity. I love clarity. And you have just made that wonderful. Jen, that has been such an, ins an insightful and really wonderful few minutes spending time with you. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. Really appreciate your insights into this. And not only have you given me a new book to read, uh, I'm obviously going to have to get into Jen Duplessis' book and uh, really enjoy that because that sounds like a really wonderful read. Uh, listen, everybody listening, um, if you weren't able to join us uh, live today, uh, get listen to the uh, to the podcast later and please rate and subscribe it. But but if you would like to get onto the newsletter so that you get an in notification every Monday of who we've got coming on this uh, podcast and who's going to be here so that you can listen in live and ask questions if you want, get onto that newsletter by going to tca.fyi forward slash subscribe. That's tca.fyi forward slash subscribe. Jen, it's been a real pleasure having you on. Thank you so thank much. For you. Spending time. Thank you so really much. And thank you for what you're doing. It's fantastic. I love I, what you're I, doing. I love <laughs> I love your insights. That was absolutely wonderful. And uh, I, I just encourage everybody, get out there. Remember, you've got those seven strategies that you can go and get and, uh, and ask yourself those questions. There are some hard questions that you need to ask yourself about what you're doing to build your steel uh, rim before you build your, your business tire. So let's, yeah. let's get out there and make sure we've got them the right way around. Jen, thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.